Welcome to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. I'm Judy Umless, creator of the Center for Grateful Leadership and author of three books, including Grateful Leadership, Using the Power of Acknowledgement to Engage All Your People and Achieve Superior Results. As many of you know by now, James G. Trella, or Jim, creator and host of this podcast series, recently announced that he had to step aside from producing it. We'll miss his weekly contributions tremendously, but I've asked you, the members of the Center for Grateful Leadership and others who know of this work, to engage with our team to come up with ways to keep Jim's wonderful legacy alive and thriving. I also ask you to come forth and let me know you want to join me as guests to tell your stories about how this leadership model has affected you and those on your teams and in your organizations. I've heard many of your stories one-on-one. Now it's time for you to share them. Why tell your stories? Well, one of the things that I love as a speaker, a writer, and an author is the art of storytelling. Storytelling is such an effective and captivating way to illustrate a point or drive home a message, one that stays with people forever. Stories touch each one of us. They have the unique ability to touch our hearts in a way that facts alone cannot. In my book, Grateful Leadership, I use fact-based research to make the case for the impact of grateful leadership. But I also use the art of storytelling to showcase the principles of grateful leadership in action. People do remember these stories and even asked me to retell ones like the Finland story. So if you ask me, I probably will be delighted to share it with you. So as soon as he heard the news in Jim's last podcast about his taking a hiatus, one person stepped forward immediately and emailed me to ask how he could help in the transition. We arranged to have a call, and after we had spoken for a while, it was clear that he had a very engaging as well as inspiring story to share with you. So I'm so pleased to welcome Jonathan McCoy as our first guest in this new series. Jonathan is a project management professional and cross-enterprise project coordinator for the Enterprise Project Management Solutions, or EPMS, from Wells Fargo in North Carolina. We met at the North Carolina Project Management Institute's annual conference last year. So welcome, Jonathan, and thank you so much for both stepping forward and for actually joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Judith. It is really my pleasure. Well, it's great to have you, and I look forward to hearing your story and knowing that many, many other people will be hearing it as well. Absolutely. I'd be happy to share it. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. As you mentioned earlier, we met at the North Carolina Project Management Institute's annual conference last year when you joined us to present on Grateful Leadership, the driver of innovation. And it was my first time attending the conference. I got there a bit after it had already started. I didn't know which session to attend but as I was looking through the program the name of your workshop just jumped out at me 
And when I walked into your session, it was literally standing room only. I had to find a place on the left side of the room on the wall to uh, get into the room and, <laughs> and listen to the rest of the presentation. Uh, you were in demand. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Not a problem. When, when I settled in, you were in the flow of your presentation, and I really felt at home in the audience. And for me, hearing you speak was like a breath of fresh air. I also use the analogy of, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, but it's like what you shared gave me a refreshing sip of water as if I was like a, a thirsty desert traveler. Wow, wow, that's very moving to me, thank you. <laughs> I'm serious because, I mean, more than the concepts that you shared, it was really the personal stories of how you've seen these principles applied in a transformational way in all sorts of professional industries that was so inspirational and encouraging to me. When I was drawn to your workshop, it, it happened because when I read that title, Grateful Leadership, with it because my professional brand it's just the way that I have learned to show up in uh, in in the corporate setting something that I believe in and consciously practice even though I didn't know that it was a thing I didn't know it was, <laughs> was a term for it I didn't know it was a philosophy or a principle I just thought hey I want to communicate and interact with people the way that I would want to receive uh, interaction and communication uh, but Jonathan, let me just um, interrupt you for a second because you said something really fascinating that grateful leadership is the way you show up and it's part of your brand. Can you just say a few more words about that concept of it being part of your personal brand? Yeah, I, I mean, I think especially being in the field of project management and even being in a virtual work setting now, I just believe even more so than when I was working more so face to face that when people hear from me whether it's over the phone or in an email and they walk away from that that interaction or that conversation I want them to feel something as a result of having interacted with me I want them to feel better to feel like they were heard to feel like they were recognized to feel like they were appreciated and that feeling, I kind of think about it just like uh, larger brands do with their products, like Coca-Cola. It's a taste you can feel. <laughs> and, <laughs> and being able to, and when I take that mindset, I, I, it helps me to, I just interact at a different level and communicate at a different level because every word that I, that I say or type and even the emotion behind it, I want to make sure that folks are feeling the impact when uh, when they're at the receiving end of uh, of interacting with me or communicating and, with me and i have to say that you really do show up that way because you and i have had numerous email interactions and i always feel uh appreciated or i did something right and it never feels phony i would never say that you're doing this you know because you want to get on my good side or anything like that it's so authentic and I know you would never write it if you didn't 100% believe it and feel it yourself. 
So that I, I can attest to the fact that it is your brand. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know that it, it's, it's coming across the way that I, I want it to, which is authentic. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what I was, was sharing is just, I mean, when I go back to that idea of feeling like I was a, the traveler kind of going across the Sahara Desert, and <laughs> concepts like were like that refreshing glass of water. I felt like that because this concept of grateful leadership, as great as it is, as wonderful as it is, as as clear as it is in terms of its its impact, its value, it's really not something that is widely practiced across corporate America. And even if it is practiced in an organization, if if someone finds themselves on a team or a project where it is not something that everyone believes in and practices as part of the culture of that particular team, it can feel extremely tiring. I mean, even exhausting to be a grateful leader and do it consistently. It can kind of feel like you're, you're a lone ranger out there on an island all by yourself. So That's absolutely true. And Sometimes you really are the lone ranger, but when your people start to respond to what you're putting out there, and it may take them a little while to trust you, to trust your authenticity, and then they start to feel, well, I really, I want to perform at my highest level for this guy and for what he's telling us we want to accomplish. I, I am so engaged in it. And then people in other divisions or departments in your organization start to notice, like, what's going on there? Why are they <laughs> right. and engaged and, you know, excited all the time? What is, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've been in some pretty, uh, just from the stories that you shared in your book, I've been in some toxic setting some toxic workplace cultures and i've seen what happens when the environment is one that really weighs on a team members when it kind of beats us down versus when there is an attitude of, of gratitude and positivity and appreciation i mean even within one organization that kind of had a, a toxic culture it was a group that i was a part of where we made it a to lead this way, even again, we hadn't come into contact with your work, but we made it a point of leading this way, of this way, and consistently establishing that as the culture of our group. And and it was amazing to see the night and day transformation of people who had been familiar with the toxic culture who came into this this space within that same group, but with a completely different leadership culture behind it. Uh, the results that we experienced, just the the camaraderie and the way that other individuals were were so encouraged and inspired to to be their best selves and bring their best contributions, it was it was really a turning point for me in terms of of really leaning into this this philosophy. That's amazing, and uh, you know, it really just takes one person to carry that torch and. The, the torch sheds a light that goes far and wide and other people will become enlightened, you know, from it. So 
whether you have the buy-in or the support or not, I encourage you to keep your courage and to keep doing what you're doing because you are making a difference. And um, <laughs> you made a difference in the session I led at NCPMI last year too. I had this dramatic scenario of role-playing where I asked people to volunteer and act out different parts and you came up and I will never forget your rendition of Orlando. That was hysterical, <laughs> but it really helped make the point. So uh, tell us just a, a, a bit about that. Yeah, I mean, you're, when you put out the, the challenge, I love how you had an interactive element to the presentation that helped us to see the principles and the concepts come to life as we were acting them out. And even the, the energy of that room was kind of, I guess, a, a physical microcosm of the larger group you've worked to create with at the Center for Grateful Leadership. Because when we all got a chance to see what happened when the interaction was kind of a negative one that really kind of beat down the, the group and discouraged creativity, discouraged innovation, because mm -hmm. there was... Uh, complete lack of appreciation uh, versus what happens when when appreciation is a part of uh, of a leader a leader's uh, mantra and part of a group. It was just it demonstrated the uh, the difference right then and there. So I I was so so grateful to have a chance to <laughs> to participate. It's something that I, I, that was quite a treat, quite a treat for me. <laughs> for all of us, you made it very memorable. But uh, I have one one more question for you, Jonathan, and uh, I I think um, it's a very important aspect of what you shared with me that you took away. So I'll ask you for everyone else's benefit. What was the impact of what you experienced that day? What difference did it make when you went back to your work at Wells Fargo? That's the real test. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll say it, it really lit a fire in me or even relit a fire in me to continue practicing uh, this art of grateful leadership. I mean, as you know, it can get lonely sometimes when we are out here in the world doing something that's not a normal practice. And I mean, with the work that you've been doing for these last several years, I mean, being the trailblazer of anything, I mean, you doing this work globally and all of us doing it in our day-to-day -day lives and our various uh, professional uh, roles within these corporations, it can uh, feel a bit a bit lonely being that trailblazer. But after leaving the conference and being around the energy of all those other individuals who really were embracing uh, this practice and knowing that you had created this, this group of like-minded professionals where I could come back to week in and week out and just learn more and share more about our experiences practicing grateful leadership, I went back and just doubled down on my practice uh, within, uh, within the company and specifically within my project teams. The experience of the workshop gave me inspiration to consistently continue appreciating and recognizing my colleagues 
regardless of whether I saw an immediate impact uh, or yes, not. Yes, and I must uh, take a pause to do this. <laughs> Me applauding you. That is the best takeaway you could get because sometimes the, the impact is not immediate. People don't trust it at first. They say, what does he want? Why is he being so positive when everybody else is, you know, they barely say thank you. And so gradually though, they come to trust you and your authentic leadership. Um, and then you can see the impact. Then they're inspired, they're motivated, they're engaged, they want to perform at their highest levels. So sometimes it's a lonely battle and it is almost like about, I gotta keep doing this until I wake them all up and I see that they are uh, you know, alive, alert and excited because that's what we want our people to be. So please continue. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like how you put it. I mean, when I think about the mindset that it takes for me to continue the showing, I think about, you know, growing a, a plant. I mean, it starts out as a seed and you plant it in the ground and you're watering it and giving it sunlight and not really seeing any activity above the surface because it's all taking place underneath the ground but just continuing to to realize that when we plant this seed in uh, other people uh, it really will I, I may not be the one that immediately sees the the impact but it will have like this ripple uh, this ripple effect and i mean just being able to continue uh, it it really knowing the difference that it's made for me and how i feel when I'm interacting with someone else who thinks this way and really shows up this way, it's worth uh, the work of continuing uh, to plant these seeds because it, it, it really brings life to my day and, and to my, my, uh, my week. That's absolutely beautiful. And I have to say, uh, you know, you as the first guest of this new uh, segment, this new series following Jim Trella's three years, you uh, really started it off with a, uh, on a great note. And I, I, I can't thank you enough for coming to share your story with us. And uh, didn't you also, before we just uh, wrap up, didn't you also do something else on a more personal level after? Uh, after you saw the presentation? Yes, you you gave in the afternoon session that you led, you talked about how this can also make a difference outside of the, the workplace, outside of the professional setting. You gave us a challenge to go and, and spend some time thinking about individuals in our lives who had really made a difference and an impact upon us. And immediately after the conference ended outside and just sat down and reached out to the former high school teacher of mine, engineering teacher named Robert Hawthorne, former college professor of mine, Sandrea Williamson, uh, these two individuals who were really, really in my high school and, and college experiences. 
And I just sat down and gave them a call and let them know just how impactful I was to have met them at the time that I didn't have the chance to interact with them in the meaningful way that I did. And I wasn't sure how it would be received since we hadn't been in, in touch uh, as much as we used to. But both of them were very appreciative of uh, the words that I shared and I was glad that uh, they took it to heart and, and really appreciative uh, of the chance to just connect and, and to know how what they uh, deposited in my life had such a wonderful and profound impact. And so it's something that I'm gonna continue uh, to do, uh, just showing it, whether it's in the, the professional sphere or not, uh, it's just something that's just a part of, of, of life. So it was part of your encouragement. So I, I took the challenge. Um, so thank you for challenging us to do that. Well, I'm so glad you did it and you got such great results. I, I even say, you know, sometimes in my courses, uh, somebody comes up to me and I says, I really want to find my fifth grade teacher, but I have no idea how to find them. And that happened at, at one major organization where I was training and somebody else within the room came up to her and said well what year was it where did you go to school and by the end of the day she had not only found this woman's fifth grade teacher but she had spoken to her and set up a conference call for the two of them afterwards and it, <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. you know we'll 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 uh be a detective agency and find anybody who wants to <laughs> you know, have, go back in time and with the with the new social media platform, sometimes it does does make it uh, make it easier. But I, yes, you, you never know when when you'll be able to come back in touch with somebody. But I think I think one of the things I took away is to not let it go so long but to you know more immediately when uh, I do and I am positively impacted by uh, someone to just immediately uh, share. Oh. Um, it's it's it really does make a difference. Yes, yes. And while I agree with you 100% about doing it immediately, there is no expiration date on an acknowledgement. So never think it's too late. If there's somebody that you overlooked or ignored or didn't have the courage to, you know, seek out, don't let it bother you if it was 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway jonathan your energy and commitment to practicing grateful leadership is such an inspiration to me and i know to so many others who are hearing you and will continue to hear you and your stories are amazing and you know sometimes i get a little exhausted by uh the amount of work that still needs to be done in our world to to make everyone practice grateful leadership and then I hear a story like yours or several stories and and I say this is why I'm committed to doing this work if I reach one person they it is the ripple effect that you mentioned it, it ripples out and out and out and out so we all need to keep this going keep the fire burning and I I pass you a torch Jonathan it's you've you've just uh you know, you, you can run with it. And I want to thank all of you in the listening audience for joining us for another session in the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. 
which was created and hosted by Jim Trella, I'll say it again, for three years. So we will see you here next week. And if you want to be a guest and tell your story about how this leadership model has impacted you and your team or your organization or your relationship, I've had some of those too, uh, please email me at judy.umlas, U-M-L-A-S, at IIL.com. I'd really love to hear from you. And Jonathan has also proposed that there be a team to organize content and delivery for these podcasts, which would be a huge help to me. I never realized how much work goes into them. Jim Trella, we salute you. So anyway, you out there, let me know if you're interested in participating in that important initiative as well. So to borrow and slightly alter Jim's usual closing, I'll say, and please remember to acknowledge someone or many someones each and every day. Until the next time, I'm Judy Umless.